1: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This show has brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to 50 pounds when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. Everyone!
1: To stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Wheelands, and joining me this week, as usual, Jim Grant. Good evening. Jim was at the Arsenal game at the weekend, which obviously we're going to discuss because there are one or two issues arising from that game. But also joining me this week, it's been a long time since he's been on. It's Sam Delaney. Good evening, and his brother Dom Hi. Delaney. Good evening. Joining us t- today for a very, very celebratory stop Hammer Time. It's uh, it's we're in an exultory mood. We're high on. Absinthe and uh, opium.
2: A variety of drugs. A variety of drugs. A heady got to the drugs that Jim brought with him. Yes. And forced upon us.
1: <laughs> Sam, <laughs> you, you didn't go to the game, were you working at Talksport?
2: I wasn't on, on Sunday. Sunday, no. I was watching it at home with my dad who I'd invited round and who was he's he's a grumpy bastard and he supports Tottenham and he uh complained because there was a problem with my sky so we kept it was a ludicrous farce watching this game like, Sky would be on, then the signal would drop, then we'd try and get it on Sky Go on my phone and watch it on a tiny screen, and then we'd get it uh, on the laptop on the legal for a legal street. First world
1: problems. No, it was, you know, it,
2: First world listen, problems, yeah, I say. To right, you. Yeah, it was. I've got a number of devices that I can watch yeah. things on, but imagine watching such a great game,
1: yeah, l- yeah, yeah. like
2: constantly changing oh, dodgy, from one yes, thing to yes, another. Yes. And at the end, like, my dad grudgingly admitted, yeah, West Ham had played well, because he obviously sports Spurs, yeah. so he wanted West Ham to win. Yeah, yeah. But so. at the end, he's gone, uh, what are you doing now? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, "Why? what are you typing on your phone? I said, well, what I'm doing is I'm on social media gloating uh, about the result and antagonising Arsenal fans. Yeah, and he yeah. Just, do you know what he said? Rarely. He just went, Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. uh, so
2: Pathetic. it's so it's his influence by which Theo Delaney. Uh, no. Or no, 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 because he didn't even support. Oh, Sp- right. oh right. right, My dad's a dickhead. He, he didn't even support suppose He reckoned he support supported Wolves. Right, when he was a kid, because yeah. he's about a hundred years old. So he supported Wolves because of Billy Wright, and he wasn't from Wolves. He was, you know, yeah. from Stanmore and then he just got older and he just liked then he claimed he didn't support anyone because he thought he was too intelligent to right, support right. A team. he thought supporting a team was advertising, stupid advertising he likes yeah. football he i like i appreciate yeah. football on an aesthetic level dickhead and then he and then he got older and he we all knew he supported spurs and he denied it and now he's just like yeah i support spurs
1: he was in advertising uh, yeah. you know in the, he would have supported Janis Joplin and Gilbert and George in the 70s surely yeah. just bands and all yeah, yeah. conceptual artists and yeah, Yoko, exactly, on. would have supported yeah. Yoko Ono he Yoko he'd probably listen yeah. to jazz yeah jazz yeah. jazz and uh, Dom, as we established last time Dom was on, Dom, you forced Sam as a child to support uh, West Ham because yeah, your yeah. other brother, Cass, supports QPR, which is, your, that, in fact, right. your local team where you That grew was up. the local team yeah, at the yeah.
3: time. Well, it was, we were halfway between Brentford. QPR and Brentford, and Brentford were just uh, a silly joke at the time. We, we all liked them, but they were a silly joke. We mm. used and to support. go couldn't really you could go there idiot and actually play football, of football on the empty terraces mm. while the game was going on we did that quite a lot yep. um but uh yeah when it came to the crunch i had the uh i had i, I left sam with no choice really yep. no Absolutely quite right no quite choice right. yeah what yeah bastard. yes uh, and again,
2: what are the options spurs and QPR
3: don't <laughs> spurs you had to go against the whole family thing and uh um and uh QPR, well they weren't so much a joke at the time but they weren't far
1: off were they uh, no. Great team. <laughs> great, team the, great team in the 70s, though. No. Stan Bowles. Yeah, Stan Bowles, player, Rodney Marsh. There were players in the yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're they're Frost yeah, and there's Jerry and All of them. Yeah, um, so, Thomas, we'll talk about that game. Uh, we will also talk about uh, we uh, we mentioned uh, Sam that you're doing a lot of shifts at Talksport at the moment, and you did one the other day with Paolo Di Canio yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, Paolo I Di Canio spent
2: yesterday afternoon. Picture the scene after the euphoria yes. of watching that game on awesome. a multitude yes. of screens, yes. and I'm there basking in the glory, mm-hmm. thinking, "Oh, uh, for the first time in years, I actually I love football. I love West Ham. Mm. It's great, isn't it? It's mm. absolutely brilliant football. West Ham, all the rest of it. Then And then the phone beeps, Mm -hmm. I look at it, it's from the producer at TalkSport. Now, this is a rare thing. First world
1: problems, phone beeping.
2: They used to ring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's that? The flap flap of a carrier pigeon? (laughs) Who might this be communicating with me? Why? It's TalkSport. TalkSport, you know, as you'll be able to establish from listening to the station, if you do, uh, although you know, I've noticed that everyone on the Facebook group for Stop Hammer Time is jokes. rather snippy you about talk sport. Had me as a guest on it. You had me as a guest on it, didn't you? You, you, you as, co-hosted a I show. I did it with um, yeah. Perry oh, so, so they yeah. like t- Stop Hammer Time. Mm. Oh, but they don't like talk sport, even though it's good enough for me and you to go on. Turncoats, snobs. All Turns, of you listening yes. to this, you don't deserve no. to listen to this. No, you're snobs. No. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you're all snobs. I mm-hmm. don't know what you listen to. What nope. Five Live, bloody Adrian Charles and Victoria Derbyshire <laughs> talking about fucking adoption or some bullshit. The Financial Times, Robert
1: Peston and uh, Bertrand Russell dis- discussing the weekend's football. Is that results? what
2: West Ham? Oh no! Oh, not talks. Was well, all idiots. Yes. They, anyway, listen. Yeah, I do talk sport. It's brilliant, and, but they, you know, as you'll know from listening to it, it's not a professional setup. And so you never hear from the producer <laughs> before. Like, you barely hear from the producer when you actually arrive in the office, right? They'll just sort of like grunt and look in the direction of the studio, and that's it. And, uh, and so I thought, that's weird. They're producing, maybe it's being cancelled or something. They went really casual, like, Paolo coming is in the studio tomorrow. And I thought, this is a wind up, this is a shit joke to take the edge off what has been an extraordinary day, because the producer who supports Coventry, I thought, he probably thinks, look at Sam being all smug. He's excited that he's coming on air tomorrow to brag about West Ham. I'll take the edge off it. Turns out it's true. And he came in originally just for a 15-minute chat, which I think, I wasn't told explicitly, but I think was very much designed to put him back in the shop window for a job here in England, and, uh, he hung around and did a 45 minute chat. Fantastic. Brilliant. Let's talk about that, yes. uh,
1: after we've discussed the Arsenal game. Also, we will discuss a possible Cockney rejects Slavon Bilic, uh,
0: matchup. Supergroup.
1: Yeah, supergroup. Uh, <laughs> like those winner, uh, we're like, um, like Daft Punk. Featuring
2: Pharrell Williams, Daft Punk. Featuring yeah, what know. are the other supergroups? The Special AKA. Well, yeah, uh,
1: Sparks and Franz Ferdinand. Sparks and Franz Ferdinand. That's FFS a good combo. FFS. Uh,
2: yep. what, what? What were the ones in the seventies? The the band were they a supergroup? Oh, I know the Traveling Wilburys.
1: Oh yes, yes. You have
2: got your um, Bob Dylan. All, your George Harrison. All dead now.
1: All dead
2: uh, now. No, or, Dylan's not or, dead.
1: Or inside for. Operation U Tree.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, U- yeah, U- U-tree, Bobby U-tree Bobby U-tree a Hang lot on, of them. U Tree. U Tree took a lot. of them. Hang on, it was Bob. U Tree took a lot of. It them. was Bob Dylan. Um, they're now the stationary Wilburys. George they're in Harrison, Dave Lee Travis, yeah, um, Roy Orbison, <laughs> yep, and um, and Jimmy Seville, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. were they were actually uh, a good band. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah,
3: do a prison band called the U
2: Trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it's a good <laughs> name for a yeah. band. Yeah, uh, so. Um, so that's our, that's our menu. for um, We've we've got to the end of the menu, and we're 10 minutes into the podcast yeah, of, of what we're going to talk about on the podcast. First of all, let's talk about the Arsenal game at the weekend. Yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, Jim, you were there, I believe.
4: Yeah, fantastic day out. We really enjoyed ourselves. Were you you were there with a the sulky teenager. Uh, well, uh, she's Zoe. no longer a teenager. No, she's, no,
1: she's 30 uh, she's, now. She's, uh, she's, <laughs> she's, she's sitting next to you. So oh, she's oh, say hello. hello. Say hello, Zoe. Yeah. Hello.
4: There she is. Four Proof children she, now. She's she got four exists. children. Sulky 30-something. Anyway, we had a fantastic atmosphere. Great away support really noisy loud singing throughout uh, I didn't big. see
1: it because I was playing bass at a festival it's like a middle-aged man's bucket
2: list. First world problems.
1: Mid- middle, yeah. Middle-aged middle man's bucket list, uh, you know, wish list. Played bass at a festival at the weekend. Who with? Earth, wind and Fire? But, yep, Let me guess. No.
2: Earth, wind and Fire? Really? No,
1: the Wilderness Funkadelic. Festival. Funkadelic? Uh, uh, well, I watched Funkadelic Parliament with George oh, Clinton really? at Wilderness at the wow. weekend. Yeah, but I did not play bass Bo- with was them. Was
2: Bootsy Collins playing bass for them?
1: No, oh, there's a load of, you know, just, people just, you yeah, have no idea who okay. they are. But they were amazing, I have to say. They were really good. And then I played bass... Um, in a thing the next day that's just too long to describe what it was but I did play bass at a rock festival which was, was, was great <laughs> Jim <laughs> back, back to you yeah yeah, yeah back, yeah. To, yeah, we, back to the uh, yeah.
4: with, uh, with Phil Nice uh, oh Phil Nice yes, us, yes. Um,
1: who's been on the podcast and is nice
4: yeah and what a fantastic away performance a consummate away performance really um, in every respect you know uh, um, I I watched uh, Match of the Day 2 expecting there to be a kind of travesty of, of highlights which were, you know, suggested uh, ghost, uh, that we were under the cosh the entire time and nicked a couple of lucky goals, which is the way you'd expect to win 2-0 at Arsenal. But it really wasn't like that at all. We were in, we were in control of that game to I, uh, such a large extent. I
1: tried not to hear the results till I got back and watched Match of the Day 2. So when one goal went in, I sort of thought, oh, you know it's gonna yeah, be it's gonna be 3-1 then when zarati's goal came in yeah. went in i was like oh shit the win is on the win is on I, was, yeah. I literally leapt out of my chair the, the, in my we, living room on my been own. being I there
4: particularly after we went tuning up was was that i mean yeah they had a lot of possession but it was mainly sideways passing in front of our defense and uh, yeah, we were forcing them shots, out wide and then yeah no. yeah they had very few little uh, very few genuine kind of dangerous chances and you really felt from from sort of 20 minutes out that actually no no we're just in control of this it's fine and what surprised me actually was the degree to which their heads went I've never seen an Arsenal team heads go down so much they knew they'd lost it with with quarter of an hour to go they were shot.
2: Mm. Mm. Um, Jim Jim, do you think um, because I you know it really came across despite the fact that I was watching it across all these devices (laughs) in Mm. an interrupted way how you know what how noisy the West Ham we were very was, noisy, yeah. and what a party atmosphere. And you know, that's we've all, yeah. all, all us West Hamers have experienced that at away games where it's there's that sense that we've just taken this ground over. Well, actually, okay. They... And I thought that's had an impact because uh, Arsenal, in particular, the fans are you know, they're rubbish. Let's be honest, mm. and everyone says it's a bit of a joke, but they really are. I mean, it's the worst mm. ground. It's I terrible. mean, it's, it's as bad as Fulham, you know. It's yeah, I mean, it's a joke.
4: But I, yeah, I also think,
2: although they've got a fantastically talented team who I do think could challenge for the title, yeah. it's a timid team. Because they don't have many, they don't have a Tony Adams or a Keo nor No. Well, they don't
4: have a Kiyate. I mean, they don't no. have a beast in midfield. No. And they also, they, I would not swap our centre halves for theirs. Not no, in a million no, no, years. No, 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 I mean, Old Bonner had a fantastic game actually, which hasn't been mentioned a lot. Oh, but did really, he play well? Yeah, he I well, did yeah. really well. Right. Putting a couple of very good blocks. We were really solid at the back. Tomkins. Uh, looked really, really good at right-back. Not necessarily in He's your attacking sense. He's a know, player, isn't he? Know, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I thought, you know, the other thing about it was, as well as the attitude, you know, looking... Defensive, yes. We were sitting back, but we were looking to hit them on the break. Mm-hmm. And in Pierre, of course, you've got a player who can seriously well, like threaten oh, on the break. He looks extraordinary. There was a fantastic moment in the in the second half where he broke through, and he just he did that kind of playground thing of just knock the ball past Kershelny oh, and muscle him. At, P- yeah, outpace yeah, him yeah. and then muscle him out and on him on his arse.
2: Yeah, yeah. was spinning around on his arse and he'd done the same thing to the right back. No, no, he did it, and off. he
4: did it to um, Oxlade Chamberlain. Oh yeah, dumped
2: him on his arse yeah. as well. He's, he's quick, but he's strong too. Yeah, and, yeah, he makes. Yeah. He was there. To be fair,
4: he was Arsenal's best player, Chamberlain, and he, he was the one who yeah, was yeah, at yeah. it. He yeah, was yeah. the only one who was at it, and the rest of them didn't really support him. And because Chelny had a mare, he. A lot of people have. I mean. There was a very conspicuous error from Czech for the first goal, yeah. um, and and and, and and an error for yeah, the yeah. second. Although obviously less conspicuous at the time, perhaps, but when you see it, you realise, yeah, mm. you should have got across. But um, actually, Cassioni just let just let Chiatti Ke- run. It, 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 was oh, yeah, it was bad central, yeah, bad yeah, defending, yeah. really. You know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mertesak has been, was slow when he first arrived at Arsenal. And he's, honestly, he's just too slow for a league.
1: Well, I, really. you know, I thought uh, there, there was talk of this season, you know, not being a kind of sort of triumphant resurgence of West Ham, that it might be a kind of a struggle. But I, but part of what ga- gives me a little bit of confidence is that we do have a really good pair of centre-backs. And in fact, we've got four good centre-backs yeah. now. And like, you know, Chelsea won the title because Cahill and Terry are the best pair of centre-backs in the league. It, Hate them, though you know we do. They they are they they're a really efficient pair of centre backs. That
3: was the difference for me looking at it uh, on was it Sunday night match of yeah. day two mm. and seeing those freeze frames and looking at our defence which was totally very well organised yeah, yeah. everyone was in place they looked solid yeah. at the back there and yeah. I, I wanted to draw on the screen like they did yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and draw the look at these defenders because yeah. they were talking about the Arsenal uh, attack but I wanted to do that line Yeah, know yeah, it yeah. was like we were there and we were organised and solid and I think that was a difference and we, the uh, yeah absolutely
4: and we pressed them and gave them no space to work yeah. in, in midfield and, uh, in there, yeah. and the um, Counter attacking was fantastic, um, and you know uh, Zerati was part was of that, brilliant. and Sacco worked his socks off, yeah, um, and has got pace, and and there were times Payet well, you will didn't take see on. any of, yeah, yeah. Take yeah.
3: anybody I mean, on, yeah. yeah, he did yeah. that against uh, uh, the Romanians. I've forgotten their name now, and I'll probably mm-hmm. never need to remember it ever no, again. I no, did. No, no. uh, no. he, he that first goal, he was just on the, yes. edge of the penalty area. He did a little shimmy and took the bloke on and and did a pinpoint uh, accurate crossing to the. And and awesome.
1: Zerati's goal was really good in that yeah. as well. zerati has been yeah. really impressing in pre-season and, and, you know, obviously his goal yeah, I was I think great.
2: that they were, they were hell-bent on buying mean, two strikers a couple of weeks ago and now they're thinking we just need to blow the money on one striker. I but hope but they possibly, do and yeah, I
4: hope yeah. it's Hernandez as well. I don't, I don't think, think it's going to be Hernandez. No, I mean,
2: you, you know, United have got one striker and even he doesn't look that good. No, in him, no, no. I mean, they're never going to get two top-class strikers in before the end of the window and we can't wait I can't understand why they don't just buy Austin I don't know why they think Austin well they think that he's overpriced if they wait it will be cheaper but I mean at the end of the day £15 million for a striker an English striker who scored what 19 goals in the Mm. Premier League last season that is a fair price. Well, also, before the end of the window, you get quite a few games in, don't you? So, people,
1: yeah. so the teams are working out what they need yeah. and yeah. a bigger team will just come in with an offer it's for Austin. It's a we'll fair it price
2: for yeah. Charlie Austin. Yeah. you know. I can't understand yeah. why they think no. he's overpriced. I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% convinced about his by knee.
4: him. Um, but you can't argue with 18 goals in a exactly. season. You look that at the is, stats, you look at you know, the price. To yeah. me, it's, it's he almost. It does score goals. It does score goals. I mean, goals. you know,
2: what, what's his name? The West Brom kid. Uh, Berahino. Ber- Berahino, yeah. yeah. He'll go you know, somewhere, won't he? Because they've just signed Rondon. He'll Ron- go for much more than that. They've just that, signed
4: Rondon, much Rondon for
1: less 12 1 million, haven't mm. they? Um, um, Rondon sounds s- like the come- way.
2: He's a racist joke. Mm hmm you'll know what it is. Just Rondon, it sounds like he was a Japanese player. And they go, no, I want to play in Rondon. <laughs> 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 a little bit of racism um, for you there, I think we should.
4: I think we should come back to Zarate because he's, play one, he's yes. a player who has, you know, kind of divided opinion. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people say, and he's the one player in, you know, in comments on uh, Facebook and whatever who seems to have attracted, even though he scored, uh, the odd bit of criticism. And I felt, uh, you know, at the game, the, the things that struck me about him were the, were the the work rate, the work rate, the fact that he was quite often covering the fullback, Tackling people in in our own box, yeah. you know, he did track back and he did work hard and he did hassle people and he, you know the goal the goal you know he was he was worrying around and he, and yeah. he nicked the ball he nicked the ball off Oxtage Chamberlain to score really the good. goal the yeah the
1: turns really good you know I mean, yeah it's absolutely just and I There's... think people have
4: started saying saying things about him that are that, those kinds of every so often people you get into a kind of kind of lazy received rut of saying things about a player like people would say about Rob Rob Green great stop but he's, he's, he's crap yeah. at crosses, which is rubbish. He was really good at crosses. Yeah. And it's just a kind of lazy thing people say about some goalkeepers, don't they? And I think people have started to say about Zorati, oh, yeah, just, you know, he, look, he, he doesn't pass so, the ball, he doesn't, doesn't release the ball. He's the size
1: of Jabba and, the Hutt. He,
4: <laughs> well, he's certainly he, he not now. Really bad I mean, he, he was at the start of pre-season. He was quite, he was you know, uh, he has lost, he's really kind of clearly worked at his fitness over the last three or four weeks. Um, but the thing is that that I d I don't I think that's a little bit unfair because he takes people on and he tries to take people on. You are gonna lose the ball occasionally if you if you take people on. And there was one glaring just before the goal at the start of the second half, there was one what I thought was a glaring example of what people criticised him for, where he should have released Sacco and Sacco seemed to be free. But in fact when I saw it on the on the um, replay on the television. It, it's clear actually he delays the pass because Sacco has run offside. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a straightforward thing. Yeah, yeah. It looked bad at the time, but uh, it, you know maybe maybe you know. So I think maybe he's um, reading the game and he played some nice yeah, yeah. passes. I thought serati was 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 one of an excellent part of an excellent team performance. You really really couldn't. Uh, you know really single people anyone out as kind of man of the match for me it was fantastic oxford oxford was uh, superb in many ways uh, and, yes, and extraordinary. obviously the 16 striking years thing old.
1: about it he's still um, getting his uh, he's still was... waiting for his O-level results isn't he yeah it's yeah, extraordinary yeah, yeah, he played yeah, a game yeah. at the Emirates beat Arsenal 2-0 and, and then he gets his O-level results it's fucking extraordinary yeah, it is extraordinary it really it is extraordinary, is extraordinary. Um, I suppose one thing to talk about in, in a way uh, just very quickly is that sort of the resting players issue with the game away in Romania we should, and, yeah, uh, we should because when work. we lost that game of the weekend someone on Facebook went Bilic is a dead man walking <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, they, you know, uh, the absolute peak of overreaction. Yeah. Bilic is a dead man walking, you know. Uh, and, uh, I, uh, the I think that season hasn't started. I yet. think what it
2: tells you is
4: just how ballsy he is, really. He's really ballsy. I mean, there were a lot, he's taken a lot of risks already I, in his I short was happy time. that, as, that he as did as manager. it.
2: Personally, I was hoping before it was even announced, I thought, I hope he doesn't take a proper team out there. No. Because I just knew, I thought this Europa League thing, I was. Against the whole idea from the beginning, anyway, and then with those sendings off, and then Valencia That's injured. Right. That's what... I just thought. Stuff this for a game of cards. Yeah. That's what just everyone's any forgetting. Any Spurs fans. Spurs fans are all like, "Oh my god, it's a nightmare. It's just disrupted yeah. every season." For us, I reckon Spurs would be finishing. You know, they what is this third season in a row? They'd finished probably a one, possibly two places higher. All yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a really. That joke competition in so many ways
1: but what he had to do and what he if he fielded you know because a couple of people went well couldn't he have taken some of the kind of senior players out there and just just given them a run out in the game uh You know, what he had to do for just one football match was play his optimum team that he might carry on the rest of the season with. And if they, you're kind of going, Oh, well, I'll take so and so out to Romania and just use them for a bit of the game. They might come back injured or they might do this or they might do that. But you know, basically he's focusing on the first match of the season in which. Given availability, you know Valencia's already injured. He's trying to play the best team he possibly can to give an idea to himself of who he might carry on. I mean, I think people weeks. feel you
4: know, players like Burke and Samuelson, um, um, Jarvis, who was who was only on the bench on Saturday, you know, could have gone and played. I mean, I, th- I think you know that it does look as if. You know, in the final analysis, they just threw it. Really, I, I mean, it yes. does look it does look like that. Uh, I mean, obviously 13. the game okay. obviously the game plan was win it in the first leg. You know, you, you put out a full strength side in that first leg. They were two 0 up and cruising. Collins got sent off. Refereeing decision. It up, you, know, you know, yeah, referee yeah. decision. Um, I, I don't know. It's a difficult one. It, all all it's without judging him in in terms of the kind of Kind of, kind of thinking behind decision, or whether he was under kind of any any kind of pressure from the owners, which some people suggested. Nevertheless, it was a ballsy thing to do. And if we had, if we'd have got badly turned over at Arsenal on Sunday, he would have come in for a lot of yeah and you know, I think I think to to deliver the way he delivered because it was a great managerial performance on Sunday. It wasn't just that the team hmm. were they were set up right. The substitutions were Wait, really it, ballsy. His post-match I interview mean, um, was really good. Um, he, yeah, um, but yeah. bringing on, I I'll tell you who played fantastically well when he came on was Nolan. Nolan was superb when he came on, just sitting in front of the back four, no. breaking things Nolan's up, starting a few little for attacks.
2: A job elsewhere, that's yeah, why. Yeah. Well, so he but, suddenly pulled his finger up, but yeah, I mean, but it look, was the right, it was the got,
4: right substitution to make at the right time. you were
2: all talking, Tom's talking about how good the defence is. Well, Slayman Bilic was one of the classiest defenders of his absolutely. generation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so you sort of think, oh, yeah, suddenly he's he's coaching them. He's got that right because a lot of fans the beginning of the season, what are your priorities to sign. I don't think many of us would have said centre back because we thought, well, you know, Reed, Tomkins, Collins are all good. Yes, we're ha- yeah, we're kind of happy with all of them. He thought, no, we need you need a top class centre back next to Reed, and then he's just got the team so organised, and then obviously Julian Dix was, you know, arguably mm, our mm. best ever defence. Well.
4: But I think Dix is is, is as much in more. there for that kind of passion and the kind of you know reminder about you know doing it for the fans and and, well, and stuff as anything else. He's a hype
1: man. Well, he's the, yeah, flame he's flame the hype flame man. The we all
2: have a hype man. Um, you this will lead us on whenever Phil is ready to discuss the matter of Joey Barton. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah because yeah. the idea is how Redknapp said on TalkSport... Which all of your snob listeners despise, mm, mm. Uh, but on TalkSport this morning, Harry Redknapp made the best point, which is: "Then mind anything else? What about Julian Dix and Joey Barton? <laughs> Entertaining. It's going to be <laughs> dynamite stuff." <laughs> Let's
1: talk about that in a sec. First of all, I uh, didn't uh, because of uh, because of the uh, internet situation in Croatia. I was unable to download the uh, Croatian Top Ten yeah. this week. Oh, that's um, a shame. We we're going to make that a regular feature. It be a good week. regular feature. Though. But what I have done is um, Slaven Bilic's band Raw uh, as you know, did the uh, Croatian theme song for, 2008. for Euro yeah. 2008 yeah. in the same way that Back Home and World in Motion were yeah. our ones, yeah. and uh, yeah. the Croatian um song euro uh, 2008 was uh, uh vatrino Ludilo," which means fiery madness and now <laughs> a. Fiery, a. Madness. A. fiery madness Excellent. Fiery. i know it was his band oh, okay. it was a, a billich's band did they join in the chorus in. They,
4: did they join in the chorus i haven't were they wearing
1: casual I, clothes i, did I, haven't, they, heard I yeah, haven't heard it i haven't heard it but on, um right you know, like like you, Jim. My Croatian is is rusty. If you don't use oh, most, it, feels pretty good. Oh, is it? If you yeah, don't yeah, use yeah. it, you lose yeah, it. You, yeah, if you no, don't yeah, use yeah, it, you yeah. lose it. Like a muscle. That's yeah. the yeah. yeah but yeah. Yeah. Um, I, language I, is like a muscle. I applied yeah. the little Croatian that I can remember to translating okay. the lyrics of "Fiery Madness," and this is well, this what uh, this, oh, this is how they go. Um, uh, so this, uh, it's Croatia's Euro two thousand eight song, mm. uh, Croatia put your jeans on. Are you ready? Let's go. 2008. Kick the ball. Kick it to death. Smash. Burn. Kill. fa 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 We win for you, women of Croatia, with your bras of steel. Show them to us. Show us your bras. Make us strong and our dinner. Tommy used to work on the docks. Now he is dead. Ha, ha, ha. We use his jumpers for goalposts and also his skin and hair. Set off your flares. Fiery madness. 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 madness. Half time. Nil-nil. An orange. Cup of tea. Blood transfusion, now we win! Fiery madness, fiery madness, fiery madness, fiery madness! Croatia, have you planned your holiday? Miles of unspoilt coastland, warm welcome. Unless you play football, you will die, you will die, you will die! Opposition fans, they are not men. Kill them all! Fiery madness, fiery madness, fiery madness, fiery madness, fiery madness! Not go out on penalties, please! <laughs> and wow, that's, that's
2: fiery what? Madness that's, that's, That is moving. That's yeah.
1: written it's, by uh, Elton John. It? I think it was Elton John. Bernie
2: Bar- Taupin. Taupin did the lyrics. Elton John did the melody. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think in this case it was. Um, Other way around. Elton John and Charles Manson.
2: <laughs> well, it was um, when Elton J- it was before yeah, Elton John got w- off the coke, he wrote that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before, just before <laughs> yeah. he came it his yeah.
2: marriage had broken down. He was struggling to come out of the closet, and uh, <laughs> yeah. he told, yeah, yeah and he'd gone so far, he said no. Bernie, we're swapping roles on this one. I'm doing the lyrics change and you can do the piano. I've written a song, it's called Firing Madness. And get this, I'm going to give it to the Croatian National Football (laughs) Squad.
1: (laughs) Obviously, Elton John mainly wrote songs for Watford. Wrote, uh, but you know that yellow song, brick road was based on the colour of their strip.
2: I heard yeah. that fiery madness <laughs> was uh, those were the original lyrics for candle in the wind, ah, which was the song uh, now yeah, that, of yeah. course, was a tribute yeah. to Diana, yeah. Queen of Hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just don't think that at her funeral. It would have mm-hmm. gone down as well, No, so no. it was better used no. by the Croats. Yeah, yeah. it's
4: now Good being used song, by the Croatian no. Tourist mm-hmm. Board, isn't it? Now mm-hmm. in their I think holiday. So. Efforts, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of the top ten was about uh, uh tourism in Croatia yeah. last week. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. When yeah. We, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of the well, they're keen for people to to to, come. Yeah, to to come to Croatia. Yeah, it's yeah, very it's beautiful. Miles of lovely, beautiful beaches, lovely islands. No, but I
3: with a lot of Croatians recently. I was in Slovenia. And I worked with uh, a lot of Croatian crew out there, and, uh, and none of them had steel bras, though. Was it steel bras? Uh, let
1: me see. Uh, I would uh, uh, Bras of bras. Steel, bras yes. steel? I think that's uh, uh, probably a metaphor. It's almost right, certainly a metaphor, okay. yeah. Right. Bilic has, speaks for, has a law degree, so they'll be using a lot of metaphor um, yeah. simile, yeah. and allegory okay. in his yeah. song lyrics. Yeah. Okay, I put I it to you,
2: it. he would say, quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. He's got a law yeah. degree. Uh, would you say, Phil, that Croatia is definitely the best country in the world?
1: Yes, definitely for to, for a holiday destination. I think Croatia. Generally,
2: Jim, it's right, it's, it's right up there. It's right up there or thereabouts. Yeah, places. It's up there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. America still mm. number one for yeah. a lot of people, but yeah. Croatia yeah. biting yeah. It, its heels. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, so, uh, so d- 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 well, let's carry on. Let's talk about well, yeah, Joey Barton. Joey Barton. Joey He's Bond. sort of. We've got a lot of midfielders, haven't we? It seems. I mean. Feels to me like he's a little it's bit uh, surplus a requirement. Curious one, isn't it?
4: Assuming it is all going ahead, has it been confirmed? No, 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 not by any means. Um, it is a curious one. I mean, leave aside. Let's for a moment leave aside his kind of the baggage that come that comes with him, and think of it in purely footballing terms. He is a good footballer, but. He's thirty-two, thirty-three, something like 32. that. Um, I 32. thought we were moving towards a policy of signing young players who, you know, who will develop and have potentially resale value if they do develop. Um, you know, we've got some experience in the midfield already. Uh, and as you say, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of good players in there. We've got this Obiang who We've not we've not no who seen who has good. comes with a very good yeah. reputation. Spanish under twenty one. Um, um. So it's curious. It's curious. It's questionable whether or not we you know we would really. You, you could argue get him for experience, but then it has he got the kind of level headed. Well, of kind of I'll go out on a limb. Right, yeah, I think
2: know. this is a really good idea signing Joey Barton. I actually thought it. The other, I heard him somewhere or other on the radio saying, yeah, I'm, I'm t- speaking to a few clubs and, and I'm close with one. And it popped into my head. I thought it'd be a good sign for us. But the reason is, well, firstly, I think, yeah, we want to sign young players. But Alex Song is our chief target for that kind of position mm-hmm. where Barton plays. And he got this injury. So they're thinking, well, we're not sure. We'll leave it yeah. late in the window to sign him. But even if we do sign him, we can't rely on him. And that's why you saw Oxford thrust into the side. Now, yeah. obviously, Oxford had a great game. Whether yeah. or not it would be wise to continue to play him week in, week out, I don't know, you know. So, because he will have a bad game. Yes, that's right. He yeah, could yeah. well have a disastrous yeah. game. In fact. Well, Danny
1: Potts had a triumphant but, debut and then yeah. didn't... So, so is the, Barton going to...
2: No, so, I think he's a
1: bit better than Potts, to be honest.
4: But is, the point but, is that
2: Barton, uh, they have been looking for a stopgap midfielder, right? So... You can't get someone who's, um, you, you know, if you get someone young, you sort of think, well, we're going to spend a lot of money on them and then they're not going to na- have a future necessarily because we've already got our key players who are Chioté and, and um, uh, what's the, Obiang. And, uh, and Noble, of and, course. And Noble. Mm. And so you know, we need a stopgap. So that's why we were looking, for instance, at Cambiasso, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. we were looking at players like that, experienced players. Secondly, it's a young team, and it's just a lot of the players are new. I mean, there's a lot of young players who just came in last summer. So they're, you know, mm-hmm. lots of Cresswell and Chiato, they're, they're new themselves. Yes, they're, you know? y- they're young. So, yeah. and Nolan could be on his way out, and you can't... Well, that's, that's what team. we don't... I mean, that's what we that don't feels know. Like I mean, that to right a certain thing. extent, the, the that, other that, thing, that, that, that feels as though who he might be, as it
4: were. Yeah, replacing. Him.
2: So you need a squad midfielder. Barton can play pretty much anywhere in the midfield, right? He's a good, solid player. And he, uh, and also the thing about his baggage is, Jerry Barton actually. You know, hasn't done anything berserk in quite a good few years. Question right? time. So he's, question time. so he that's kind he, of yeah.
4: He, yes, he dropped a clanger on within five we, minutes of being on question time. Yeah,
2: but I mean, you know, yeah. to me, I, I am not going to judge a player on the basis of what no. he says on question time. Didn't sort he, of didn't he, didn't have didn't have he punch <laughs> a
4: whole city player or something in the bollocks last season or something? Like uh, that.
1: Yes, he did. He did something. He yeah. got, yeah. got yeah. sent off. The uh, thing is, he not
2: the guy who he used to be. I mean, we used to used to be like you know, long, lengthy bands fighting off the pitch. He's yeah. not like his family man now. The other thing is, I know this from people at QPR I've spoken to, he's like the best trainer, the best professional. Stuart mm, Pearce was mm, saying on the radio this Yes, morning, I'm sure he, said, he is. He's the best player. He said at City, when I first saw him when he was a kid, I thought he's not going to make it, he'll be a non-league player. He goes, through sheer force of will and commitment he turned himself into a player who ended up getting an England cap yeah. mm. and you know it's not a bad I know it Mark sounds Burcham, bit...
1: Mark Bertram told us a Perch, story yeah. about uh, said he's the best
2: best trainer you know his the
1: frustration at QPR's training session. yeah when
2: Redknapp was there the coaches were a little bit the fact, Redknapp's gang like um, Jordan, Jordan yeah. and Kevin Bourne etc yeah. they're, well, they're sort of quite well known for no, being I... lacklustre mm. Barton wasn't having that no no Barton is a guy who's going to go in and be, I think he'd be a good influence on the club you
4: might well mm. be right I mean, I, to be yeah so i'm with you in terms of I, I think you've got to be very careful making sort of moral judgments about who you sign who you, who you don't and whether or not they're a nice person or not or, or you know um i don't think that's too show sure. i, I might, no i was purely questioning whether or not actually it's 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 a player we need uh, you know yes. in cent- i think we're quite well I think they want the someone stocked as it were I think they in central want midfield That's cover there. I'm, I'm more in the bothered of song. about I really we really do need someone up front because yep. if Sacco yeah. gets injured we but are they, in I big, big thought, trouble.
2: We need cover there because we're not sure what's happening with Song. We're not going to persist with Oxford. We can't hmm. necessarily rely on Oxford for a whole season yet just yet. Um okay this guy's available for free. The wages yeah. aren't going to be astronomical, yeah. and he's a very seasoned pro. Well, the, perfect, perfect. The, There's actually a
1: thing in the Evening Standard today that uh, they're offering him a kind of um, pay as you play deal oh right okay you know, which, well you know i'm not which I, just saying, may no, well I think quite, he's a good footballer which i'm not well turned yeah, out. i've always you know. thought he's a
2: good footballer it
1: felt actually that he might be kind of this might be his last any media career i think he's sort of angling for he's already doing he's some has got
2: punditry, he's got he? many business interests Oh, does he, Barham, yeah yeah so you know including the s- supplying energy to small businesses across the northwest really i interviewed him once and the the conversation took a very i was thinking oh Hopefully, what I'll be able to do is goad him into saying a load of terrible, Mm-mm. garbled, philosophical mm. stuff. Because at the time, he was banging into the nature and all the rest of it. Right. And uh, unfortunately, we found ourselves in a cul-de-sac whereby he kept telling me about the sort of... Uh, Energy provision he did for rugby mm. league clubs.
1: He presented his annual accounts. Yeah, too, it was very tedious. Stories, stories. And it was start,
2: that point I yeah. knew he'd changed his ways. Jim. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I thought no one, no one could be this boring nah, if they were still reckless.
1: Well, I, fair I enough. can see a segue. I can see a segue now into football mavericks and your meeting with Paolo Di Canio, which was yesterday.
2: It was yesterday. yesterday oh on my Talk god! Sport. So much yeah. has happened. Uh, yeah. So he came in and what was I say? Well, you know, you can listen. It, it, you know there was a the stuff we discussed on air which wasn't West Ham heavy because a lot of it was about his experience of managing and you know and yeah. it was a, a, i think it was a really great chat he was very honest very frank really compelling and passionate and serious about what he had to say rare amongst football mm-hmm. managers you know yeah. uh, so it was great but uh, from a West Ham point of view you know, we got on to on air. We talked, I think, a little about you know his desire to one day return to West Ham, but he was very respectful of, of course, the new regime. So he was like, Well, of course, one day it's obvious. He used the word it's obvious. I would love to play for West Ham, mm. uh, but I'd love to manage West Ham one day or be involved. But we're talking 10, 20 years, he said, because you know, we all want to be behind the, the you know, Slaven and, and he he yeah. spoke very warmly of Julian Dix, so he never played with Billich. No, uh, no. He did. He did but play obviously dicks, he knew yeah. Julian he over and, just he, about. and he spoke yeah. extremely highly of him. But um but he so he's right behind them on that and he said what are the other things he said. Oh yeah, I asked him about when United had come in for him because you know Ferguson yes, said yeah, all yeah. these amazing things.
1: He almost kind of waved goodbye at one game. Didn't
2: well, he? he said I said, "Was the deal done? Was it?" He said I just said to that I couldn't go. Because he said, the West Ham fans are in my heart and, you know, they were so good to me when I came, you know, off the back of the Paul yeah, in, yeah. In, in situation. He said, and it's in my heart. He said, I just couldn't go. I said, oh, so you're saying that the deal was done between the clubs and you turned it down. He said, well, I can't remember. I don't think the deal was finalised, but I'd sort of said, so I don't know whether I bought that or not.
1: He got sent off, didn't he? So um, they would have... You know, they wanted him in the window, Man U, didn't yeah. they? But he couldn't have played the first couple of games because he got sent mm, off, I, I think. that, was,
0: that. Right.
1: He either got sent off or he got injured. I think he got sent off or something. And, and right. so he wouldn't have been able to play the first couple of games for Man right. U. And that was sort of, they're going, well, we, we're only, you know, we want half a season out of you. And if you can't play the first couple.
2: He told me like, a good story about we got onto the, you know, pushing the ref over. And I said, obviously, the funniest part of that clip is when Nigel Winterburn yeah. shits himself. When he, you know, uh, and he goes, and he said, yeah, it was funny. He said, when, when I said, and then he signed for us, he goes, when he signed for us, he said, I came in and he was already there. And Razor Ruddock came out to me and said, uh, Paolo, uh, Nigel is, he is here. We leave dressing room on it. So he's on his own with you. (laughs) As he goes, he's making a trick. He's making a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I walk in, and Nigel is there, and I say to him, what do you have to say to me now, Nigel? <laughs> and he goes, oh, Paolo, it's so nice to see you. I so look forward to working with you, Paolo. And I see he's very scared. So I just laugh and go, ha, it's okay, Nigel. I'm your friend now. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was good. That was all on air. Off air, he, I asked him a little bit. I said, what do you think about Piet?" And he went, I think he's great. Um... He said he he looks great. Uh, He said, I watched him all last season as well. I've seen a lot of him. He said, I think he's very strong. He says not just that he's skillful, he goes he's tough. No, he's powerful, isn't he? He said he's yeah, tough, yeah. he goes he'll yeah. he'll get he'll fit straight in because he won't have to yeah. adapt to all yeah. that being yeah. kicked up. Well that,
1: the ball he chases down uh, and keeps in he, he leaps into the skill, air not it? Sort of stops it going out with his foot, and then, nods head, it, nods then it runs in. out of play, knocks it back in with his head, then puts a perfect cross across. And you just go oh, seventy per cent of players would have left it. was astounding. That. Yeah. yeah, seventy yeah. percent of players yeah. would
2: have left it. And then I said and then he spoke about Oxford, who was he was most excited to talk about. This was sort of in the breaks because mm. we didn't want to yeah. hijack Elvin with just the West Ham chat. Yeah, yeah. And he went, he's amazing. He said, the best thing that he did, he, got, he, he was talking a lot about how he judges players on their character. Mm. And he said, I saw him speaking in the interview. He goes, and I just, he said, with me, he goes, I think you can just make your mind up about players sometimes without even seeing them play. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, said, yeah. And I just saw that bloke, he got his, and he said, um. He said the best thing he said in his interview was when they said what was the most exciting moment for you, the best moment for you, he goes, it was when Sanchez came on. And I said, well, oh, I didn't like that because it made him sound like he was in awe of the other team. He mm-hmm. went, no. He went, when Sanchez comes on and you're 16 years old, most players think, oh, shit, Sanchez is coming on. he goes, he liked it. He yeah, was excited yeah, yeah. to see yeah. one of the world's best yeah. players come on. And yeah. he thought, great, this is a challenge. He went... That to me yeah, yeah. shows me that he's, he's going to go yeah. all the way.
4: Such a calm head on 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 those shoulders. Isn't the uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: the scant highlights on match of the day it had two fantastic interview- interviews. Billich's post match interview was like a, it was was sort of masterful because he kind of said, um, "I wasn't pleased with the team in the first half. Yeah, Yeah, you know, no, went, yeah you know, and then uh, we made some adjustments in the second half. Then I thought we were great in the second. Yeah. So it does exactly the right thing. He goes, "We were great," but he also says, "Yeah." Know, it wasn't all that good in the first stuff, you know. It says yeah. everything you need to say, incredibly positive, you know. Praises the players, praises uh, Oxford, you know, just could consummate into me, as was Oxford's, you know. It was, yeah. uh, it was incredibly sort of, yeah, uh, uh, you know, a real joy to hear that sort of positivity and you know, yeah. kind of. Um, no no side to anything, you know, just honest kind of interviews yeah. with with uh, those participants. We probably need to wrap this up for yes yeah. ah. but uh, we should mention um uh the plan the plan that 's afoot to get uh Slav and Bilic to play with the Cockney Rejects.
2: Yeah, yeah. Jeff Turner was coming on this talk sports show a lot in July and uh, he's a great guy and you should get me on the podcast. From Jeff the Turner, Turner of the Cockney Rejects. And we were talking about Slav and now Slav is, of course, a rock star as mm-hmm. you just demonstrated yeah, yeah. some of his uh, great lyrics. And we was saying, wouldn't it be great if we got him on stage to play with the with regions. the reject. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Um and maybe we could do it as a fundraiser for the Bobby Moore fund. Bobby Moore fund. Moore fund. Yeah. Yes,
1: absolutely. We should do this and, and we should try and make it happen. And maybe if anyone's should, listening yeah, yeah. who could
2: help with that, I can, you know, certainly contact Jeff and the Rejects would definitely be on board mm-hmm. we'll hopefully speak with the club and we'll try and, and I'm sure TalkSport will get behind it as well and we'll, we'll yeah. try and do it and it'd be a good light like, charity project yeah. Yeah, yeah. if yeah. anyone's listening who's in that business or could suggest a good we'll do it somewhere you know in East London at a nice venue and I, I, I think play it'd in a be band great. that's uh, played yeah a, uh, maybe festival. I don't know there's lots of bands out there um, <laughs> I, uh, and I I'm am, pretty I sure am. the rejects <laughs> have the bassist a, area yeah. cover. No, yeah. no, no no, bands have more than one bassist I, you, can have a, you can have a rhythm guitarist and a league guitarist yeah. you don't have just, two bassists I, I'm alright on don't don't the Spinal Tap had okay two, this like, is not working I, out this is just a dumb. I think you've done well to not put yourself forward are you going to be like the best figure I can play the maracas,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it suits yeah.
3: the fiery uh, yeah. Madness and the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. East End and more yeah, yeah. on the terraces. There's very but, uh, little maraca
1: work in a, so, post in public yeah. music. So, and post, so, so, so it'll wave a it. tambourine around, won't yeah,
3: it?
2: Yeah. 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 Or just yeah. Yeah. do yeah. sort oh, yeah.
1: of... Uh, yeah. um, the George Clinton band, uh, Parliament Funkadelic, was more or less 80% hype men.
2: Yeah. It was, uh, it was best, all the best bands are. Some yeah. it, There were some musicians and about nine hype Well, i have been in quite like that as well. And Sly you're talking about all of my favourite bands are 90% hype men. Yeah, yeah, right,
1: yeah. Okay. No, Sly and the Family Stone, they all played something. Yeah, but it a lot of them very... were dressed
2: up as hawks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they are the first band to really be like that.
2: Leap around. Yeah, the one band
1: time. that I wish I could have seen, Sly and the Family Stone. Um, anyway. uh um, well, yes, we should, note, should very quickly talk oh, yes. about Leicester, shouldn't we? Just very, very quickly. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah. Very, very Um My favourite moment, actually, we ought to mention the geographically challenged Og Bonner. Who thought he was playing at Wembley on Sunday? Yes. Did you see his oh, tweet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said, be fantastic to make a, make my debut for West Ham in such a great stadium as Wembley." <laughs> he that's thought that the Arsenal game was played at Wembley. Yeah. He th- apparently, it's apparently, Wembley Stadium. Uh, that, 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 yeah.
1: That, that's interesting. Yep. Um, um, that's that? one thing that Arsenal fans will what take away from that game. They'll they'll consider it a kind of uh, moral victory because one of the Arsenal West Ham players fans. thought. What oh. did I say? Oh. Were, well, just oh, Arsenal oh, fans. No. Yeah. Did yeah. you yeah. see yeah. the Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal yeah. TV yeah. clips oh. afterwards where they, one of them lost it so There was, was an argument there.
2: between two Arsenal fans during which one shouted at the other outside the ground, the immediate aftermath. Don't talk about. Spend. It's talk about, about net spend. spend. <laughs> Great. Yeah. But th- th- there are so many there who you see that they're
4: wearing never Arsenal head. They're listening spend. to personal series with Arsenal headphones. Yeah. They're drinking from Arsenal water bottles. Yeah, st- yeah. I've got honestly, little Arsenal
2: net bags. I've never bags. disliked Arsenal fans. They are like you know the way you can. S- I don't like to dislike anyone. Yeah. I mean, my brother no. is a very angry man, and he will talk use words like hatred and stuff. I'm like, you know, I'm more sort of a sensitive character. I don't like to say that I hate or dislike fans of no. other clubs. How and and so, but you know, sometimes with Tottenham and Chelsea, and you're like, oh god, they're you know, they. I, I sometimes find myself feeling bad thoughts about them. Arsenal, I just sympathise. I look at them and think, what a ridiculous! They are set ridiculous. Of fans. They do look
4: ridiculous. Unfortunately, though, I, I fear we might be seeing the future if we we get to this Olympic Stadium and we're successful. It's just a real Jim, that's a conversation. Jim, starting Saturday, with Jim, Saturday. No. Claret, it's Claret and Blue Day on
2: Saturday. And madness. what will you be wearing? Jim, Fiery I will be, be, be wearing Steel bra fiery take, this, take these home, I think, I think we should um, have Steel bra No. Day. They, yeah. Next Saturday should be Fiery Madness, yeah, day. Fiery fiery madness, madness day. day.
1: Fiery Day. Fiery Madness Day. All right. Predictions. Oh, predictions for the weekend. The Leicester game. Sam? I think we're
4: going to win 2 0 against Leicester. 2 nil. Jim? I think we'll win. I think it'll be a tight game. I think it's going to be they've got off to a good start. It's going to be a tougher game. A lot of people think, but I think we'll nick it two-one.
1: Now, uh, last week I predicted Arsenal nil, West Ham four, and uh, you yeah, know I well, was halfway there. Yeah, I yeah. was in the right territory. Uh, this week I say uh, West Ham United uh, one, Leicester City nil. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Um... I Don't was
3: actually going to say uh, two nil to West Ham, but but Sam nicked that one over the have, doors. Yeah. so I'm going to say uh, t- I'm going to give uh, Leicester a little bit and say two one. 2-1 two
1: one, two one. So uh, that's it for this week's stop hammer time. I think there's uh, nothing. Uh, I need uh, I need to go to the okay. toilet now. So let's, uh, let's well, wrap it up. It. So, um, with me being Jim Grant. Cheerio. Uh, Sam Delaney. Bye. And Dom Delaney. Goodbye.
0: Come on, you irons. This show has brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbocasino.com It's
1: my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the
0: bacon. Whoa, take it
2: easy, Judy. <laughs>